He believed God for 25 years. They, weren't, they were too old to have children. You see this? God gives us this gift to accomplish miracles. Come on, raising the dead. God gives us this gift to cast out devils. Now, that's like healing. Healing, you can believe God with general faith, but if the gift of faith is in operation, you can do things you would have never thought of doing, like raising someone right out of a wheelchair. Get out of the wheelchair. <laughs> and there's some demons like that. Come on. You'll see it, you'll see it by the gift of faith. And they, there may be no manifestation of a demon, but you know it. Come on. You know it by the word of knowledge. And then God gives you the gift of faith to cast the devil out. Come on now. You getting this? God gives us this gift to pronounce blessings like the patriarchs did of old. They all blessed. And those words came to pass. You getting this? God gives us this gift to pronounce judgments for him. There's a lot, there's a lot of these that we could go over this for hours, all the, all the different examples. But Paul pronounced judgment, if you don't know, in, in 1 Corinthians 5.5, 5, God pronounced judgment upon the unrepentant. Remember that? He pronounced judgment. And he delivered the man over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. So that his spirit would be saved. How did he do that? Come on. By the gift of faith. He turned the man over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. You don't do that on general faith. Hello? You don't turn someone over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh on general faith. You do that by the gift of faith. You getting this? Come on. This is an astounding power gift. Astounding, really. But it's the gift of faith. You can't make it happen. But God can do it in us. And God can give us the gift. Now, Let's look at one more scripture to make a final point. In 1 Corinthians 14, 1, we, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, 14, we're talking about spiritual gifts all the way through there. In 1 Corinthians 13, he talks about love. I think he brought balance to the message of spiritual gifts, right? And that's where he begins again on, on 1 Corinthians 14. Goes back to love, pursue love, right? He just talked about it in it, love in 1 Corinthians 13. So in 1 Corinthians 14, 1, he says, Pursue, love, and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. All right. Now, we haven't read this verse yet here in this study, but I want you to notice something here. Some of you, if you have a different translation there, you'll see some of them won't say earnestly desire, but if you look up the, the uh, uh, Greek in that, you'll see that's exactly what it means. Zealous, earnest desire. I'm making a point here. <laughs> earnestly desire the spiritual gifts. Zealous for the spiritual gifts. That is the correct translation. Earnestly, zealously go after the spiritual gifts. And he even says, especially you may prophesy. Okay, so let me, let, me, let me throw this thought out there today. If we think these are just cute little gifts, guess what? We're not going to be bothered with the gifts. 
If we think these gifts are for the pastor or the evangelist or the apostle, they're for someone else. Guess what? You're not going to be bothered with them. What did he say? Earnestly desire. Are you desiring the gifts of the Spirit? Are you hungry for the gifts of the Spirit? Come on. Are you going after the things of the Spirit? Or is that just a message for someone else? Come on. If you want these gifts to operate in your life, I'm telling you what, you're going to need to desire them. You're going to have to have some hunger. Hallelujah. Man, when I got saved, oh my goodness, I was, I was so hungry for God. I was so hungry. I'm like, I've got to have more. I've got to have more. I gotta, in fact, that was my cry. That's how, I got, that's how I got filled with the Spirit. We're going to talk about it in a second. That's how I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. I was, I, I, some of you probably, I know some of you have heard the story, but I was saved. I was on a path with Karn, who we were dating at the time. I got radically saved, and we're walking down a path in Vancouver, Burnt Bridge Creek. Anybody know it? Burnt Bridge Creek? Path? Okay. Right there, okay, right there, right there. We were walking down that path, right? And a guy comes up to me and he says, I want to tell you about Jesus, like a 65-year-old guy, white hair. And I'm like, I just met Jesus. I'm like excited because the guy wants to tell me about Jesus. I'm like, woo, come on. And I said, I met Jesus. I just met Jesus and I love Jesus. But I tell you what, I need something else. I need more. I'm missing something. He said, well, you need to go over to Faith Center Church, which they're still there, still my pastor, still there. He's been pastoring like 40 years now. He said, you need to go over there and you'll get the more you're looking for. Remember, I'm a rookie. All I know is I got hunger for God and I love God and I'm, I'm, I'm feeding on, I mean, I'm watching, I got saved watching Christian television, so I'm still feeding on, I'm going to church, I'm going, I'm going back home, I'm watching, I'm watching getting fed, I'm taking notes, I'm reading my Bible, I'm taking notes, I'm reading my Bible, I'm taking notes, I'm going back to church, I'm reading my Bible, I'm taking notes, come on now, I'm prophesying on paper, I'm writing out prophecies, come on, this is how I got saved. I'm writing out prophecies on a notepad, I'm just flowing with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> come on now. So, he says you'll get more. Now, remember, remember I said I was going to give you some fresh revelation I got this week. And I think I shared it with the youth, if they remember. <laughs> but I was studying my office and I was studying all the gifts. And I've asked this question to the Lord for years. And I said, do, I need to be, do, do, do people need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. And I've never got a direct answer. But I was asking the Lord. I was reading. I was so excited about it. I was, just, I was so excited about the gift of faith. And I was thinking, oh, this is so awesome. And then I asked the Lord again, do, they need, do we need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit to operate in these gifts? And he downloaded. Come on. He downloaded the verse I needed right at that time. You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. Come on. And to the uttermost parts of the earth. Boy, I tell you, downloaded big time. And when I saw power, it was in my, in my vision, I saw power. 
in big capital letters, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And he said, that is your power. And you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit to operate in that power. The gifts of the Spirit are all part of the power package. You getting this? Amen. Come on. If you want these gifts to operate, you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on now. If you aren't yet baptized in the Holy Spirit, why not? Come on. Are you really going after it? Are you really, truly seeking what God wants for you and your life? Hello? If we can't be all in for Jesus in the last days, we got a serious problem. Amen. I said, if we can't be all in for Jesus in the end of time, we got a problem. Amen. And I would say, we're, 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 if we're, that's the case, right? We are Laodicean, lukewarm. Come on now. If we can't be all in in the last days and seek Everything that God has for us. Come on now. Lukewarm. We need the baptism in the Holy Spirit for these gifts to operate. Amen. Amen. If you don't know what that is, some people don't know this. That's where you receive the baptism of the Spirit. You can read about it all through the book of Acts. And you get what we call the prayer language, but we just it's it's what tongues is called tongues. And you can pray in tongues anytime you want. You get baptized in the Holy Spirit. God, Jesus himself says, I will baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Now we get baptized in water and that shows the world. We do it right here. We show the world that we received Christ. Come on. And then after that, after that, we get baptized in the Holy Spirit. When Paul came to the believers in Ephesus, Acts 19, this is one of the greatest examples you'll find. Acts chapter 19, Paul came to the believers in Ephesus and he said, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they said, we haven't even heard of him. The Holy Spirit. We haven't even heard of the Holy Spirit. And guess what happened? He laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit and they all, I'll say all again, they all began to speak with tongues and prophesy. Amen. All. In the upper room, they all spoke in tongues and prophesied. In Cornelius' house, Acts chapter 10, Peter came to preach to the centurion, not even part of the, he, you know, the long story, right? He had to be shown that, they, that he was supposed to go to them because he didn't want to go to the Gentiles. He didn't want to go to the, uh, what they called unclean people, right? They were unclean. They weren't Jewish. So they were unclean. But God said, go to them through a vision, through a long story. He went to them. He preached Jesus and the spirit of God fell on all of the house of Cornelius. And they all begin to speak in tongues and prophesy. Amen. Amen. Yes. All. Hello. That's my brothers and sisters is what is supposed to happen in every believer. 
and we've watered it down because we don't want to offend people. And we don't want to scare people away because we spoke in tongues in church, which we did today. And we don't want to scare people off because they'll take their tithe check out of my church. Come on now. I had a pastor tell me. Yeah, I don't talk about that anymore. About that baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm like, whoo. We're going to answer God for that. Because he knows all about it. He said, I don't, I don't want to talk about that in church anymore. Now, if someone comes to ask me about it, that's fine. I'll tell them about it. But I don't talk about that in church. Oh, why? Why? You afraid of offending somebody? You afraid of telling God's word? You afraid? You afraid? I ain't afraid. Come on now. I ain't afraid to speak God's word because if I stand up for Jesus, I'm standing on the right side every time. Come on. And I'm going to stay on his side. You can be lukewarm if you want to, but I'm staying on God's side. I'm staying on his side all the way. Because I know, I know, man, when I'm on his side, I'm on the right side and I'm going over. I'm not going under. I'm victorious. Come on. Thanks be to God who always causes me to triumph in Christ Jesus. He will cause me to triumph if I'll stay on his side. But if I want to be lukewarm, come on. Jesus made it very clear what will happen to the lukewarm. What did he say? Spit you out of my mouth. And yet churches all over the place are full of lukewarm. And the pastor is negligent in not preaching what God said. Hello? They're negligent. And they're going to be accountable. Because they're not telling the people to repent of sin and to get hot on fire for Jesus before the end comes. Hallelujah. So if you, if you want that gift, come on, if you want that gift, you got to go after it. I mean, I, I, we have a video on our YouTube channel, Receive the Holy Spirit. That we did, we did a special meeting right here, and we had we had we did a uh, special meeting just for people who want to receive the Holy Spirit. We, should, we can do it again. That's fine. But it's on it's on it's on our YouTube channel. Receive the Holy Spirit. I had people I had people several times come to me and say, Yeah, I want to know more about that. And I said, Well, watch me the video first, then we can talk about it. I can pray for you. Three weeks go by. I said, Did you watch the video yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. Four weeks go by. Did you watch the video? No, I haven't watched it yet. Five weeks go by. Did you watch the video? No, I haven't watched it yet. Six weeks go by. Did you watch the video? No, I haven't watched it yet. Well, you're not hungry. Forget it. Forget it. You have no hunger for the things of God. You're not going to get it. Amen? Come on. You got to have some hunger for these things. Earnestly desire spiritual gifts. You got to have some zealous for the things of God. You got to be zealous for what God has for us. Come on. You got to go after it. Don't, don't go after this and that and this and that and this and that and say, well, God's things. Eh. Come on. If 
People pursue houses and cars and all these things, and they don't pursue God's things. Come on, that's gross. The American way, right? Come on, we should be pursuing God's things. I'll tell you what, you, you, you hear about some of those Chinese underground churches? I'll tell you some people who are on fire for God. They could care less about a house or a car. They just want to worship God. They spend hours and hours and hours praying in the spirit. Hello? Why? Because they're on fire. They, 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 they don't care about the worldly stuff, right? <laughs> they don't care about that stuff. And I'm not saying you can't be blessed, amen? God wants to bless his people. But I'm saying, what are we pursuing first? Right? Are we going after God's things first? Are we saying, I'm going to get that no matter what? I'm going to get it. I'm going to get what God said. I'm going to get it. That's where we got to be, saints. So watch the video. Amen. <laughs> Online. Receive the Holy Spirit. Pacific Bible Church YouTube page. If you're hungry, start, start somewhere. Amen. Amen. Another revelation I'd like to add to that is, I've, I've proved this out over the years. The more we pray in tongues or pray in the Spirit, the more we're going to operate in the gifts. Hello? If you go through your whole week and you don't pray in, if you're, if you're filled with the Spirit, right? You're already baptized in the Spirit. And you don't pray in the Spirit, you're missing out. You should be praying in the Spirit every day. Now, now, some days I don't do as well, but I pray in the Spirit every day. Some days I do more, right? Depends on the day's load, right? But I pray in the Spirit every day. Somewhere, somehow, some way. If I was going down the hallway, going to the bathroom, I'm praying in the Spirit. Amen? Because I want, I want what God wants for me. And I know as I'm praying in the Spirit, I'm praying out God's mysteries. I'm praying out what God's will is. Come on. I'm praying out God's will for my life. I'm praying out God's will for your life. Amen? I'm praying out God's will for this country. I'm praying out God's will for this earth. We need to pray in the Spirit. I guarantee you, if you, if you are filled, you're already baptized in the Spirit, and you start praying more in the Spirit, you will see more gifts operating through you. If you're not baptized in the Spirit, get baptized in the Spirit. And don't miss out. Don't miss out on the gifts. Don't miss out on what God has for your life. Come on. Don't miss out on it. Man, that's been one of my prayers for years. God, I just, I, I don't want to miss out on what you have for me, for my life. I want to accomplish your will for my life. I want to finish your course for my life. Amen. Right? Whatever else happens doesn't matter. But if I finish his will, come on, everything is good after that. If I do his will, it's all good. Amen. I'm going to accomplish his will. And you've got to have that attitude in your heart that you are going to accomplish his will. Amen. Not your will. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. He said, let, let your, lay your life down. 